Welcome to this episode of the We Travel There podcast. We're in Barat, Albania with my new friend Luciana Fani of Timo's Guesthouse. She was born and raised in Barat and loves the beautiful houses, picturesque scenery, and cobblestone streets. In this episode, we talk about exploring the Barat Castle, rafting in Osam Canyon, and visiting the Anufri Museum. You hear about these incredible attractions and so much more. The show notes will be available at wetravelthere.com forward slash Barat. Now let's get started. The We Travel There podcast helps you travel like a local by interviewing guests from around the world to uncover the hidden gems of their city by finding out the best things to do, eat, drink, and see from a local's point of view. Don't you just hate waiting in line for security at the airport? Me too. Even the pre-check lines are slammed most of the time today. That's why I use Clear to skip the lines and get to my flight quicker. For my listeners, I've actually worked out a special deal where you can try Clear for free for two months. This is a limited time offer, so go to wetravelthere.com forward slash clear to sign up today. Hey, Luciana, welcome to the show. Hi, Lee. Thanks for having me. Yeah, so today we're learning about a city called Barat in Albania that, quite frankly, I've never heard of, but I found you through Travel Massive, one of the chapters that's a you know, kind of a collective for travel bloggers, and I just... Wanted to learn about the city and about the country, and it's a pleasure to have you on the show. Thanks very much. So I hope you have heard about Albania. I've heard of Albania, but I've not heard of the city. So it's going to be really interesting for me as well as the audience to learn a lot about about your hometown. So what's your connection to the city? So practically, I've been born and raised in Albania and specifically in Berat. I have like a long story, like a childhood story with that city. So I part of my heart is there. So everywhere I go, I my city with me. So it's a beautiful one. It's uh, scenery is full with white houses, small houses, good people, old people, narrow cobblestone streets. There are like mountains around, hills around traditional neighborhoods. And in the middle, there is like a river. So it looks like coming from some movies or magazines from the past. Oh, that sounds fantastic. I can picture it right now in my head. That sounds like a wonderful place to escape to. Right now, when we're talking, you're actually living in Dublin. Uh, You've been there on assignment for a couple of years. What do you miss most about uh, being in Barat? I mostly miss the spirit, the people's spirit. So Barat and the people from Barat, they are really friendly, but they are really like hospital also. So Every morning when you like go out from the house and you go, I don't know, working or going to school or like everywhere that you have to do your like daily things, every person in the streets or in like the doors of the neighborhood talks to you and say to you like, good morning. And practically everybody knows everyone. That feeling that I missed is like that home feeling because it's, I don't know, feels like home. That is my idea of home. That sounds incredible. I think it's almost one of those things that the way you describe it, you have to plan a little bit extra time on if you're leaving for someplace, like maybe an appointment, because you're going to be stopping and talking to everybody on the way to that appointment. So maybe it only takes you 15 minutes to walk there, but uh, you might need an extra like half an hour by the time you talk to everybody. Yeah. <laughs> it's really human, you know, because everybody kind of like have that justification. Oh, I was talking with that person and the person that you are like meeting it's going to know which one of these persons you are talking to and what kind of story they are like telling about. So, oh, that sounds so much fun for the listeners that aren't really familiar with Albania and and obviously with Berat. 
How could you describe where Albania is, like in the geography of, of in Europe, and then where is Berat inside the country? Yeah, so Albania, it's based on East European countries. But usually when I talk to foreigners that they know nothing about Balkans or like that Eastern European part, I usually ask, do you know where Greece is? Yeah, of course. Okay, so Albania is north of Greece. And Berat is in the center of Albania. It's far from sea. And it's far from the mountains, so it's right in the heart of Albania. And being the heart of Albania, it describes really the Albanian spirit practically. Oh, that's fantastic. So if we're coming from the United States, uh, you know, I live here in Nashville. If I wanted to come and visit Albania and specifically Barat, how would I get to the city? So practically when you come from outside and you are going to choose the airport as your main entry gate to the country. So we only have one airport, which is Tirana International Airport, and it's based on the capital in Tirana. In order for you to come to Berat, you have like different options, depends on, on your spirit. So what kind of spirit do you want to experience in Albania? So if you are into like the safe side, you can book a taxi or you can even like rent a car. But if you want to go like more into an adventure, you can choose the public transport. And the reason why I'm saying that is the public transport is a little bit slow and uncomfortable. The reason behind this is because the drivers are going to stop and pick up people. And practically, if you want to stop before arriving to Barat, you are just going to mention to the driver that, okay, look, I want to stop here. And he is just going to stop. So practically, there are no bus stations. They are going to obey the wishes of like the people they, they are hosting into their bus. For people planning their budget for the trip, uh, how much would you say it would cost to rent a car on a per daily basis? And then how much would it cost if they want to take the bus from the airport to, to Berat? So for taxis, usually it's, or renting a car, it's 25 to 30 euros per day. But if you want to take a bus, it's not going to cost you more than 600 lek, which is 5 to 7 euros. Well, that's pretty cheap. But again, I guess if you're talking about it, it has to stop so many different times. You know, your time is also worth something. So you have to kind of balance that out, right? So, for example, you can go like for one hour and 30 minutes by taxi or a car, but it might take like three hours in order to, to go by bus. Oh, yeah, that's a lot of extra time there. Now, you mentioned uh, the local currency. When we're planning our trip to visit Barat, should we exchange money or can we use credit cards or do they accept the American dollars? Usually, they accept the local currency, so you have to exchange in order to avoid the struggle. But in some different shops or restaurants or bars, they can even like accept different foreigner currencies, but the change is going to be always in Albanian lek. Okay, so maybe we should get a little bit of, of the local currency. That way we have some pocket change to be able to spend. But do they use a lot of credit cards? Is that accept, widely accepted or like mobile payments? So the mobile payments, it's something like really new. So only during this year, it's becoming really popular in Albania. But mostly they are going to accept cash. But in the restaurants and in, in bars, you, are, you can pay by card, by any type of card. Well, it's really easy in order you to exchange money because there are those small exchanges points around everywhere in the city. So it's really easy for you to, to find those spots. Even if you are going to remain in one moment without cash, you can find the spot like really, really soon. 
Okay, that makes sense. As the, the listeners can hear, you speak English very well. When we come to visit you in Albania, should we know some words of the local language? Do they speak English or is there going to be a, a translation problem that we're going to have to deal with? People in Albania are really, really friendly. So every person that you are going to stop, they are going to try to help you, even if they know or they don't know anything in English. Most like every young person, they know English very good. So if you want more additional or like a specific help, you can just like stop teenager or the youngster. So he or she is going to help you pretty well. But if you are going to go like in like small cities as Berat, where like most of the population are old persons, they might not be like really capable in helping you with English, but they are just like by signs or explain something in the map or in some books or in even like in Google or like by Google image, they are going to help you like anyway. So if you just like mention some places where you want to go or something. Okay. That makes a lot of sense. Now we're, we've run out of car and we're in town. Where should we plan on staying? Is there like a certain ideal part of town or is there any part of town that we should avoid? So there are no parts that you want to avoid because of safety, but there are some areas there is nothing to visit practically because Berat is known for his historical part. So there are three main areas which are called the traditional and the most architecture part of the city. There are two beautiful neighborhoods. One is called Mangalem and another one is called Gorica. Those are staying in front of each other. And it's like the main view that you see when you enter in the city. You know that you are in Berat when you see those neighborhoods. And on top of those, you are going to see the castle, which is one of the least castles where still people live inside of that castle. It's one of the last castles in Balkans having that kind of cohabitation, like still, even if it's so old. And in order like for you to move around, you can park in somewhere like in the city center or something, and you can just like walk everywhere. Well, that's good. It's good to know that you can, it's easy to walk anywhere you want to go. What are some of like the main attractions uh, when we're visiting that we we want to make sure that we really check out? As I mentioned, like the historical part of the city is the most beautiful one. And that has like the, the most of the sceneries where you can practically admire the white city. So Berat in his old name, he used to call Belgrade, which means white city. And when you enter in the Berat, you are going to see that almost all the houses are completely white. So they are like built with stone and painted with white. And Berat is called the white city from this side. And from the other side, it's called also the city of windows. Because you are going to see that there are so many windows everywhere in the traditional neighborhoods. And if you want to like see like the best picture, you should just go inside of those neighborhoods, touch that feeling of those stones, narrow streets with cobblestone. So you are going to see not only like the traditional part of the city, but you are going to admire the two big mountains. There are two big mountains in the sides of the city, more than 2000 meters high mountains. So you are just going to experience that breathtaking feeling. What are the two names of those mountains? It's Tomor and Spirak. Okay. And then one of the other things I was looking up, you can actually go rafting in one of the rivers that's right there? Yeah. 
The river goes in middle of the city, so you can like see the river practically because we only have one main road and the road goes by the river. And on one side of the mountains where the river flows, you can even like have the chance to do some raftings. Yeah, that sounds amazing. You mentioned also that there's just a lot of history in the city and it, it's almost like going back in time. And so there are some, some different types of churches and museums that we should also visit. Uh, yeah. So in the traditional neighborhoods and mostly in the castle, so in the castle, there are more than 40 Byzantine churches that you can visit. And those are unique. So you are going to see beautiful paintings and fresques like in those big churches. And there are two main museums that you can visit. So if you are interested in the, in the way how the old Berati families, they used to live, you can visit the ethnographical museum where you are going to see some really old traditional houses uh, of Berat. And the most particular one that I would like highly recommend is Onufri Museum, which is an iconographical museum. And it's one of the rarest in the area because the most famous painter of the time, Onufri, he used to pass in Berat and he used to live for some time and paint. And he is really well known for the red color. So it's like the red and the purple of Onufer. It's really, really known. And you can find some of the most distinguished paintings of him there in the museum. Oh, that sounds incredible. So when we're planning our visit throughout the year, what's the weather like? Uh, and then are there uh, certain festivals that maybe we should plan a trip around? Yeah. So during the year, there are different activities that you can participate Depends actually on the mood or on the kind of the experience that you want to have. So Berati has typical Mediterranean weather, so where you can find the four seasons. If you want crowded and more cheerful celebrations with big music, big parties, outdoor festivals, outdoor cinema, you should visit in summer. If you want something like more private, more family dedicated, more cold, like the Christmas in cold with Christmas tree, with mulled wine, with hot chocolate, you should visit in winter. If you are like a lover of uh, rain, you should go in autumn and you can see those beautiful autumn colors. And if you want the spring and with the beautiful flowers and everything, you should go in spring. So you can find all seasons and all the different experiences in there but i would really like to highlight two main festivals that are happening there Berati is like a really known area for olive oils you can go for the festival of olives or for the festival of grapes so in the season where the vineyards of the area they produce the wine they do like a massive celebration like a wine festival practically and the wine festival i assume it's probably in in the fall when they're when they're picking all the grapes yeah, that's correct. Okay, nice. Yeah, I like me some wine, so <laughs> I think that'd be a good time to go. It sounds like such a fun place to visit, and there's like so many different things to do. Uh, one thing we don't want to miss talking about is is some of the food, and I'm sure you have some like local delicacies that we want to make sure we try when we're there that we can't find anyplace else. That's right. So in that case, I am going to recommend one of my favorite places, which is called Friendly House Mangalem. It's in one of those beautiful neighborhoods that I mentioned. And the kitchen uh, in our city is mainly based with meat food, but you can even like find different salads. So 
for different type of food selection. You can find like everything. But I would really like to highlight the Albanian called Biftek Viennese, which means Vienna beef. And it's something really similar with a schnitzel, but it's not the same. In the way how it looks, it looks the same, but the taste, it's never the same. Okay, so how would it differ from a schnitzel then? Except of the fact that the meat is is local. The area is really known for the organic type of meat. There are some different and specific herbs that they put inside and the specific locally produced cheese. So practically there is like a meat, there is cheese and there are like herbs and they just roll it in order to create this Vienna beef. Oh, wow. That sounds amazing. Uh, is it beef or lamb or like pigs or like what type of meat goes into it? Usually is beef. And this is like why it's called also like beef. But if you have different tastes or you want to try something else, you can like even order it or like you can recommend to the chief. So they are going to follow your suggestion because they always want you to be happy. As far as like for, for breakfast, before we go out for the day exploring, where would we go for breakfast in, the, in town? So there are different areas. So mainly on the city center, you can find a really nice and particular place, which is, it's called Timo's Guest House. And it's based on the heart of the neighborhood. And you have like an amazing view. And the lady of the house, she does like everything on her own. And she produces almost every vegetable in in her garden so she's going to offer you fresh food and the specialty of that lady is albanian donuts with honey and everything is like homemade that sounds amazing my mouth is watering right now just kind of uh (laughs) thinking of it (laughs) okay you should just book a ticket and just go to barat soon yeah yeah i may i may do that tomorrow for sure (laughs) is there anything else like kind of like traditional foods that we should try when we're there or certain restaurants that would be really good to maybe go for lunch or for a nice dinner or something else yeah there are so many so um but always depends on the taste that you want to try there are some like really homemade foods that practically those kind of places are not even restaurants so they don't even have like a particular name but when you are going to go to the city and you ask to the locals for suggestions, they are going to say, oh, yeah, you should go to this lady or to this mama or to this grandmama because they are going to prepare something for you. And there are some really local food that is like not based on, on a particular product, but it's a mixture of products. For example, there is uh, something prepared with like aubergine and with onions and with different spices and different let's say herbs, that it's it baked on the oven. But it, the way how it's served, like initially you think this is like just aubergine, but it's it's not like that because like the taste, it's it's so, so different. And that is like the most traditional thing in the, in the city. And if you are going to visit, for example, in the summertime, there are some really nice fresh soups made with yogurt and cucumber, for example, or there is like a specific particular, it's not yogurt and it's not cheese. It's something between those two, mixture between those, which is called cheese. And with that, it's produced like a meal called fergas. And the way how it's made, this cheese, it's really similar with ricotta cheese. 
And this is a mixture, like when you prepare it with peppers and tomatoes. And it's so nice, full with taste and like different like herbs that you put. And it's so summerish. The most known thing for Albanian for Berat, it's burek. Burek, it, it's Albanian pie practically. And we always put inside these cheese or tomatoes and onions. So there are different ways of, of preparing this burek. This is like the main traditional meal of Albanians in general. So everywhere where you are going to go, everybody's going to say that the burek, it's like the must that you should try. <laughs> wow, that's amazing. I, it's it's interesting, one, just to kind of hear you say that it's almost like you said, going back in time where it's not all these sh- big signs outside where, hey, here's this restaurant, here's this restaurant. It's almost like you're you're going into somebody's house every time you want a meal and just sitting down with a, with a local citizen, right? So that's pretty amazing. And then also just the way you describe these foods, I haven't heard of a majority of these foods, uh, <laughs> let alone tasted them. And so it, it's amazing just to hear the the mixtures of all the different flavors and, and textures and tastes and everything. So it, you know, when you vi- come to visit Barat, you're going to just have like a whole flavor explosion that you're not used to. So it's kind of buckle your seatbelt and, and get ready for it because it's going to be something that you won't be able to find like in America or, or anyplace else. Exactly. In fact, we have like a similar like habit with America, I would say that we want like the table to be always full. So practically when we like sit down, it's it's ours, our mom's habit like in every Albanian house that if like the table is not full, it's like, okay, we don't have like enough food on the table. <laughs> so every time the table is completely full and usually like the moms and like the grandmoms, they always please you like, please eat also these it also that you haven't tried these. I have prepared also these. So you should kind of like try and eat everything that is on the plate and in the table. That sounds so good. It's almost like you hear about in certain cultures where it's like an insult that if you finish everything on your plate, because they keep adding more and more food to your plate, even after you finished everything. So you got to like leave something on the plate. So that way they don't keep adding more. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Just hearing about this, it's almost like a fairy tale hearing everything about Barat. Yeah, now it's time for the final countdown. If somebody had a time for only one meal when they visited Barat, where should they go and what should they eat? So they should go in Tibon's guest house and they should try jam, traditional jam, which is called liko. And this is not just a jam like or a marmalade. This is the whole fruit, but is tastes like jam and tastes delicious and tastes sweet. This is the way how us, the Barati people, we honor our guests. Wow, that sounds, that sounds amazing. I can almost taste it. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yeah, so you grew up in, in Barat and you lived there for most of your life. What's one of the most memorable stories of living there? The Barati legend, that is something that always stays in my mind. And it's practically like the story of two brothers that they fought for a woman. And in the end, so one of them used the sword in order like, to fight the other guy. And the other guy used the bombing explosion in order to find his brother. And this girl that was the, the reason why they have started to fight, the god became furious. And in order to condemn the three of the actors of the story, he decided to put them into mountains. So this is like the story of the city, how the city has been built. So practically the god decided that in order for these brothers to be ashamed that they have a fought for like just a girl or just a woman and they have fought like against family, 
they were always going to stay in front of each other and they were going to cry for this scene that they have done. And in the middle, uh, the gods supposed to put the girl that was like the, the reason for this fight. And today, those two mountains are the brothers that they stay in front of each other. In the middle is the castle, like the castle of the city, which is this beautiful girl. And the god also, in order to make this girl cry for her entire life for this mistake, the river itself are the tears of this girl that is crying and crying and crying. Oh wow! What a <laughs> what a good story. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So this is something that I've been like grown up, and every time that I tell this, people are like, "Oh wow!" So this is such a story. So I don't know if it's real. Probably it's not. But when you want to really experience that fairy tale, you are like, oh, wow, this is such a story. No, that's, a, that's an amazing uh, way of looking at it. And it, it's, you know, like you said, even if it's made up, it's still just kind of like a fun story to, to tell, especially to the children. And I have young children and you know, they get a kick out of, of hearing those types of stories. So thank you for sharing that. Now, speaking of happy moments and happy times, where's the happiest happy hour in Berat? So usually there is not a specific place or a specific timing or like there is not a habit. But this guest house that I am mentioning like really often, like the Timos guest house, what they do is they have kind of like created their own happy hour practically. Because this guest house is owned by a stone master, like the last stone master of the city and his biggest pride is to show these kind of stories or the story of the city to the different guests that just like go and visit his house heart. So they can like get involved in there and like the two main activities is having conversations with the stone master and trying to carve something or like do something like in stone if like the guests wish. And the top of the top of that is the free raki that usually this stone master offers to them in order to have this kind of conversation. So raki is a really alcoholic drink that it's uh, really traditional in Berat and in Albania in general. And you can also like find it in different other parts of Balkans. But this is the way how the conversation starts. So it, with rakia, it's better. So when you start the conversation with rakia, so this is like the happy hour. And usually it's like in a beautiful balcony with a beautiful view of the city in the late evening. So when you have seen everything from the city, it's time to relax and like to lay down and to have like really small talks with rakia and with these happy people. That sounds, uh, that sounds so beautiful. I would say this, if you're going to get involved with the carving, do that first before taking the, the Rocky, right? Uh, yeah. <laughs> or you can produce a masterpiece after the Rocky. You never oh, know. Yeah. <laughs> well, for sure. Now, one of the things I always do whenever I travel is check out the local pizza. Is there a local pizza that's available there in, in Barat? Yeah, we really love pizzas, but we have a different taste in pizzas. So we don't have those traditional American pizzas. We mostly have the traditional Italian pizzas. And the most known is Margarita and Capricciosa that you should try. And my favorite place, it's one place called White House. Well, perfect. I, I know where to go when I visit. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> now, again, we know each other through Travel Massive. You obviously know a lot about travel in Albania. You're in Dublin right now. So obviously, you know a lot about traveling and getting around. So what's one of your best travel tips? So my best travel tip is I have been like already in 40 countries and I have been in four continents traveling. 
the most important tip that I would give to myself and also like to everyone that is listening to us, it's you should never make plans and you should never have high or low expectations. So you just take your bag, your backpack, your whatever. So just go to that place, mix with the locals, try as much as possible from the local culture, the tradition, the type of the wearing, the type of how they speak, how they introduce themselves how they interact with each other so try as much as possible to mix into the local culture and you are going to understand so much about the country itself and by hearing those stories by hearing their history and by visiting those historical sites in the end of the day you are not going to just tick a mark that okay i've been to berat i've been to albania i have seen this place but you are going to have like a feeling of change and fulfillment, like a different feeling, you know? So I usually say that in every country that I go, I leave my heart. So just leave your heart in every country that you go. Yeah, that's such an amazing viewpoint. I mean, it kind of follows with the tagline we have for the podcast is travel like a local. And I think the way you described it embodies that perfectly. Luciana, I really appreciate you coming on the show and sharing all these amazing tips. Can you tell the audience a little about who you are and uh, what you do? And then if somebody has questions about Timo's Guest House, about what you do, uh, what's the best way for them to reach you on, on social media? Thank you, Lee, for having me. It was such a nice conversation. My name is Luciana Fani. I'm originally from Berat and I moved like two years ago in Dublin. I am a computer science specialist. I work in, in a big company as, as a computer specialist. But my biggest passion has always been traveling. So I have been like in so many countries so far. I have served as a travel consultant for so many years. And I have helped so many foreign businesses uh, coming and establishing their private businesses in Albania, mostly in tourism industry. And I'm a co-founder also of Timo's Guest House, which it's kind of like a, a home that you are going to find far from home. So practically, we have that expression that uh, mi casa es tu casa, my home is your home. So when you come and visit Berat. And I'm really passionate and I love innovation, people, languages, tourism. So I love so many things. And I think there is nothing better than travel that can like fulfill you those different passions. So you reinvent yourself every time that you travel. And this is what happens to me. So every time that I travel, I just bring something new to my life CV practically. And and this is me. So I feel empowered every time that I meet someone new because of the traveling or if someone comes and visits us in our in our guest house. So you can find me in Travel Massive Albania with Luciana Fani and you can find us in our guest house in Booking and everywhere where you are going to find Timo's guest house, Berat. Okay, perfect. And if somebody had a question for you uh, specifically, uh, what social media channel is the best one for you? Instagram, I have the Instagram, but the most professional one, it's LinkedIn, and you can find me, and I'm always available there. So, Luciana Fani on LinkedIn. Perfect. Well, Luciana, I really appreciate you being on the show, and we look forward to seeing you when we travel there. Thank you so much. You are more than welcome. I can't wait to host you there. What a fun conversation with Luciana. You can find all the links we talked about at wetravelthere.com forward slash Barat. 
We want to say thank you to Clear for being today's affiliate partner. Clear keeps you moving through airports, stadiums, and more with their exclusive touchless ID verification technology. Take advantage of our special limited time offer where you can try Clear free for two months. Go to wetravelthere.com forward slash clear to sign up today. Join us next time as we head to Bowling Green, Kentucky to speak with my good friend Cameron Huddleston of CameronHuddleston.com. Cameron and I talk about hiking at Mammoth Cave National Park and Lost River Cave, historic cars at the Corvette Museum, and eating ice cream at Cheney's Dairy Barn. Be able to join us when we travel there. If you've enjoyed this podcast episode, please share it with your friends and tell them what you like most. Make sure you follow us on your favorite podcast platform. That way you don't miss any of our upcoming destinations.